6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It was an absolutely devastating blow to Edmonton's theater and arts community. It was seven years ago that the Roxy Theater on 124th Street was destroyed by fire. And you know what? When they were looking to rebuild, what are we going to do, that sort of thing, there was a point when the board wasn't sure that a rebuild was going to be possible. But with the help of funding from all levels of government, Theatre Network's board of directors and many other generous donors, $12 million was raised to build the brand new space. And you know what? The curtain has finally gone up again at the Roxy. Jared Tabler is the Theatre Network board president. Jared joining me this afternoon. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jalen. All right. What was it like? I mean, there was events Thursday night, Friday night, through the weekend uh, to open those doors again, to have performances again. What was it like to be there? Honestly, it was a little emotional. Just so much hard work and effort from the board and staff and everyone involved in the project to be able to welcome folks back to the Roxy and to be able to see that marquee lit up again and uh, soon to be having shows again. It's just really fantastic. Yeah, you know, that marquee being lit up again, that classic uh, black and yellow Roxy sign that is always, I'm like, hey, I know where I am whenever I see that. Pretty cool to see it there. Give us an idea of some of the challenges um, that you face trying to get to the point to, to, to reopening. Yeah, I mean, there were so many points along the path of, as you mentioned earlier, would we be able to rebuild? Would that be possible? And thankfully, uh, a longtime board member nancy power had donated the original roxy to us that was in 1989 and so we were in the very fortunate spot of owning that land Mm -hmm. but if that hadn't been the case we wouldn't have been able to rebuild and uh of course covid a pandemic (laughs) all kinds of uh, construction challenges the cost of lumber things you don't even think about Mm -hmm. but uh but here we are. So when you decided, to, okay, when we, okay, we're, we're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to do this, and we're going to sit down and, and dream of the theater that we wanted to take us in the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Give us an idea of the thought that went into that, because there's you know, some pretty cool things that are happening at the new Roxy Theater. Yeah, it was such a unique opportunity to be able to build a purpose-built space Uh and really imagine what that would look like. And there's always a shortage of venues for artists to create and to perform in. And so not only was it about putting back the 200-seat main stage theater for us, but also looking at what else could we include in this project. So that meant an additional performance space, the Lauren Cardinal Theater. We were able to add a rehearsal hall, a workshop, three gallery spaces, one on each level of the building. So really just a tremendous amount of uh, additional programming and opportunity that comes with that. So when we talk about additional programming, I mean, some folks might be listening and and not realize what um, a theater space like the Roxy offers to the community. But it really, you know, it's it's you know, it's a it's a smaller theater, but and and it's got different um, applications now with the way that it's been designed. But, you know, I think most people think of, you know, the bigger theaters. But let's be real. People who are starting out or maybe want something more intimate aren't going to go to those bigger theaters, can't go to these bigger theaters. So this really provides a a great resource and a great space for a wide range of artists. It really does. When we think about music and dance and visual art, um, 
And the Roxy and Theatre Network has always been a place that is accessible to artists. We think about people who've gotten their start there from uh, people like Lauren Cardinal and Katie uh-huh. Lang <laughs> to <laughs> people coming up through um, the Next Fest Festival and other programs that Theatre Network has been a part of supporting. It really is giving people that opportunity to get started in their careers and go off and springboard into other things. Jared, um, you know, not only uh, is the, is it a new space and a new gorgeous space, I mean, and, and you touched on coming out of COVID. I mean, you had, you know, the, the place burned down and then you're trying to rebuild and then COVID happens and you're not able to gather. We can't do all of these things. I mean, is it just the, the icing on the cake? Is it the cherry on top to, to say, oh my gosh, we have, we have actors back on stage. We have musicians back in here. That has to be really really special because people have been craving this for two and a half years now yeah it's just it's so exciting on saturday night was the launch of the new tech visual art program and we had the beautiful work of jason carter in the building uh april 26th will be the first show the theater production as you like it a radical retelling by cliff cardinal (laughs) so really exciting things coming up Still need to raise, what, almost a half a million dollars to finish things off? 400000 Okay, so what's the plans there? We're continuing to reach out to the community. Edmontonians have been so generous in supporting this project. And when we think about raising $11.6 out of a $12 million build, we're so <laughs> close to getting there, and we know we're going to be able to do it. So that speaks volumes to what that theater meant to the community, or means to the community. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, hearing stories as I've often connect with folks who went there as children when it was a movie theater or used it as a wayfinding landmark in terms of going there and now having it brought back and putting that marquee up was so important to us. And I think it did mean a lot to the community and people are very excited to welcome it back. Absolutely. People want to find out what's on tap, what's being scheduled, more information, how they can get involved, all of those things. Theaternetwork.ca is the website. You can donate, you can buy tickets, you can just keep up to date. Jared, congratulations. I know you're uh, you're one of many who worked hard on this for a long time, but uh, it was pretty awesome to see the smiles on everyone's faces over the weekend as the doors opened again. Really look forward to getting back inside that building. Thanks so much, Shailen. We appreciate it. Yeah, take care. We'll talk to you soon. That's Jared Tabler, who is the uh, Theatre Network Board President. Again, the Roxy Theatre, 107th Ave and 124th Street, that great marquee sign, that big Roxy Theatre sign back in place and the doors back open. And able, they were able to design something that's going to take them through, you know, the coming decades, which is really, really awesome. And again, you know, for the arts, the theatre community, and this is just not theater. I mean, you mentioned Jason Carter's artwork being in there. There's gallery space in there. So really great opportunity to, um, to, to hit it out of the ballpark on a number of different fronts. So loving that this afternoon. I was pretty excited, as I said, to see that big sign go back up. All right. So uh, some of your texts coming in this afternoon. I was talking about those woodpeckers, right, and the woodpecker challenge that we had on our deck. Claire sent in a message and a photo of... Um, siding so it's her neighbor's house looking out their kitchen window and it looks like a cedar siding right a very persistent woodpecker would not give it up after filling in numerous holes in the siding my husband put up these old cds problem solved now the woodpeckers stick to the trees so there's three cds across the top shiny silver cds i don't know if that scares them off 
what is that all about, but very, very cool um, and uh, ingenious, to be honest with you. Marilee says Jay never had problems with a woodpecker, but did have a robin who kept trying to build its nest on the top of the point on the couch light outside of the front door of my house in Ontario. Ouch, said Marilee. And Brian says the woodpecker's like drilling into our acrylic stucco on a shop south of Sherwood Park. And this one says, we have northern uh, flickers here in Pigeon Lake and persistent would be an understatement. Our best defense right now at keeping them from coming through the walls is putting out globs of peanut butter by our feeders. It's been working for a couple of years now, but you have to keep it up. Peanut butter is cheaper than cedar siding, and we've had robins there for a few weeks now. My husband just sent a picture of two big Canada geese on my front lawn. And here's the thing. I love geese. My Air Force squadron were known as goose squadron our 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 mascot is a is a goose and uh so i i absolutely adore geese um but i don't want them nesting on my front lawn because i have two bird dogs and i won't get any sleep for the coming months